Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning. Welcome to Spotlight. We've got some great uh, people joining us on Facebook Live, too. I'm just looking up. Marlena's joining us. So we've got Connie on here. Just lots of great people. Uh, and, of course, I have two beautiful guests uh, joining me today. Well, beautiful in, in the, their message is beautiful. It's two handsome gentlemen, actually. But uh, you'll get to meet them in just a minute. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully that's a compliment there. Your message is beautiful. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, that you're very handsome. Though. Um, you know, I I feel privileged just to be able to connect with people that have messages to share. And today's show is all about sharing your message. And I have two people uh, that just have excelled at sharing their message through media uh, and through publication. And I wanted to bring them on today. You know, there's two, there's two reasons. First of all, I think you guys are cool. I want to get to know you. I want for you to tell people what you're doing. But also, as I bring guests on, I like to learn from them. I think that we can all learn from each other. And I want to pull out some golden nuggets on what you did on your journey to success and maybe how I can implement that, how how those listening can implement that, how we can grow and, and change and shift our lives for the positive. So um, as, as all of you know, I give permission to my guests to brag before the show. And I was actually talking with my one of my guests is Chris Brown joining us from Seattle today. I'm going to give him a chance to brown, brag. And he actually brought somebody on the show with him. And so they wanted to they Chris said, Allison, can we brag about each other? And I said, absolutely. I give you permission to brag about each other. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, why don't you introduce yourself and your guest? And then I, I would love for you guys to brag about each other, what you've done uh, to get to where you are today, what you're doing. Absolutely, Allison. Thank you so much for having us on. And, and you, you do such a great job, Allison. The, the, the honor really is ours to be oh. able to be on Spotlight today. And Thank what you. a great example you are of uh, just pursuing your passion, pursuing your dream and, uh, and, and, and helping people in doing that, making it something that benefits people. So I can already so tell you're going to be, I'm already today. tell you're going to be one of my favorite guests. I, I love this. I love when you start <laughs> off the show by complimenting me. You can brag about me too. Hopefully. All right. Your yeah, turn there though. You go. We can brag about you. <laughs> but, uh, my, my guest is my co-author. Uh, my co-guest is my co-author and his name is C. Rich Hallstrom. Now he's actually representing the Pacific Northwest, um, coming out of Seattle, Washington today. And Rich is a longtime sports reporter. Rich has uh, covered sports, football and other sports, for over 30 years. He co- he's covered the NFL. He's covered the NBA uh, while it was in Seattle. Maybe not so much now. Sorry, Rich. I- I'm sorry. I-, I really had to get that in there. But uh, And he, covered, uh, he covers major college sports. That's the University of Washington. You know, uh, go Huskies. I hope that's recorded because that's the only time I ever say that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Rich, Rich uh, for he, he also is, <laughs> Rich has written for numerous publications, done freelance for like Inside the Seahawks magazine, uh, uh, Athlons, uh, Football Preview, Sports Washington, and uh, Rich also had his own segment uh, on uh, the Inside the Seahawks. Their, their television show there in Seattle mm-hmm. called From Where I Sit. And, and it's called From Where I Sit uniquely because, uh, Rich, I, I just think one of the best aspects of knowing Rich is getting his experience and perspective from, from a wheelchair. 
Um, disabled is the word that we generally use, but it really does not describe this man. It, it really does not describe him or identify him at all. This is uh, one of the finest people that I know on this earth and, and certainly one of the most intriguing minds uh, that I've ever come across. So uh, Rich is an inspiration you know, to anybody that comes across his path. Rich is the good cop to my bad cop. <laughs> um, nice, nice. Uh, and the uh, the calm brother to my overzealous, excited brother. So, uh, Rich, uh, it was a, it was a pleasure writing a book about this Thunder Sports Network with him, and we'll get into that. But uh, Rich Ostrom is here with us today, folks. Well, big welcome to you, Rich Ostrom. Uh, you are the yin- well. I appreciate the welcome, Allison. And I, hopefully, I can do Chris uh, justice with my introduction. Uh, Chris hey, hey, Rich, is a long actually, time let me interrupt for- because I, I, I forgot to mention, and I have to mention this, Rich's lovely wife, Sheila. I should have started with that, but Rich, <laughs> uh, uh, we just always want to thank Sheila. Thank you for taking Rich off that singles market and uh, making, making a legitimate <laughs> man it. of him. <laughs> love it. Love but no, Sheila, seriously, no, Sheila is a, a, a great counterpart and a blessing for my brother. Love that. All right. All right, Rich, your turn to brag about Chris now. All right. Let's see if I can get this, let's see if I can get this in with uh without coming up with even more superlatives to uh tell about my brother and my my good friend. I would say my first of all, I want to say that Chris is my best friend. I would say that Chris is my best friend in a lot of different ways. We we talk about everything and anything and we challenge ourselves on a daily basis. Uh, Chris Amen. has been married to his lovely wife of almost 10 years, Jackie, who has given him his beautiful 7-year-old daughter, Sydney, and awesome 4-year-old son, Zachary, who I think is a big Captain America fan. You can confirm that for me, Chris? That is confirmed, sir, but uh, he also likes the Hulkbuster. He loves the Hulkbuster armor. He loves that for Iron Man. Oh, hey, there you go. And Chris always, when you ask him, likes to say he's Tar Heel-born, raven-bred, and when he <laughs> dies, he won't be dead. And uh, that's some great poetry there, Chris, i got to say. That is. Uh, <laughs> born in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, went to the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, where he majored in mass communications and media and journalism. He, well, there at the University of North Carolina, he received a Chancellor's Award at Carolina for his creative production as a student and was elected senior class vice president, had a speaking part at their graduation with over 3,000 people in attendance. And about the uh, University of North Carolina, uh, Chris and his brother, C.L. Brown, a former ESPN correspondent, are going to be appearing on the Journalism Mass Media podcast in about a week. So look out for information on that coming up. Uh, Chris began his career in entertainment and television working for NBC as an NBC page right out of college. He appeared on Late Night with David Letterman three times once being sent to Bermuda on the QE2 as part of the show. He also worked with stints for Saturday Night Live and NFL Live. He's worked for a spinoff of the Cosby Show starring Malcolm Jamal Warner. He worked two seasons for Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego on PBS. And I like this (laughs) job. Hey, I was going to start singing that. Rappin' Chris B. I mean, that's a great name. 
Oh, that is that is awesome. Okay, well, you guys, I'm so excited to talk with both of you. You did a fabulous. I give you an A plus for bragging. Uh, we're we're gonna go to a break right now. When we get back, we're gonna hear more uh, from these two fine gentlemen on how they got to where they are today. I want to hear how you how you got to do all these amazing things uh, with uh, all these shows. I I'm sure everybody's heard of them. Uh, so when we come back, we're gonna hear how they got to where they are today. I'm Allison H. Larson, and you're watching Spotlight. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Listen for In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt, international media celebrity, supermodel, and renowned beauty and lifestyle expert, as well as founder and CEO of Envelop Her, multimedia platform for women, and sought-after inspirational speaker on women's issues. You'll connect with Clarissa's super influencer celebrity friends and experts as they speak about health, wealth, beauty, lifestyle, business, the love of giving, and the love of living a model life. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to The Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. I have two gentlemen joining uh, me today, and you guys are going to brag about each other in the first segment. Of course, we have uh, Chris Brown, and then we've got Rich joining us. Rich is all the way uh, from North Carolina, and then we've got Chris in Seattle. And and before break, you guys were talking about some of the incredible things that you've accomplished. Uh, you know, Chris, you've been on Letterman Show. You've been on The Cosby Show. Uh, you've, you've done some major things in your life. Rich, you have been involved with the Seattle Seahawks. You've been working with the NFL for years. And it was interesting because on break, I asked Chris and Rich, I said, hey, Chris and Rich, you know, not not the deep metaphysical stuff like, you know, marrying your, your wives or whatever. What is your biggest professional accomplishment? It was really interesting because both of you said um, this book, uh, 
that you have. And I want to hear a little bit more about the book and why this is your biggest professional accomplishment. I mean, there are people that are, would dream to be, you know, on the Letterman show or working with Seattle Seahawks or in the NFL. So why is this book the most important thing to you professionally? And what is this book? That's an excellent question. Yeah, so, you know, it's funny because people aim high, and that's a good thing. People want to, you know, uh, at the time, you know, Letterman was the show to be on the late night show. Very yeah. definitive, unlike it is I now. Know. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and other things, you know, the Seahawks, the NFL, just a pinnacle, you know, of, of whatever area it is. People aim high. That's what they see. But I guess being on the other side, you know, in a way of those experiences, we see that it was actually what we were going through at the time. It was experience living it out at the time, which is so valuable, which you can draw so many lessons from. And capturing that in print in the book, that, that is actually, you know, that is the way that we can share the value of these experiences, not just uh, being in the moment and, you know, whatever, raking in the glory from the moment. That's really no nothing. That's really nothing. Actually, I was listening to, the, to Will Smith, of all people, recently, and he said that when he first, his first album, Double Platinum, mm -hmm. when, it, when it went that way and he had all this money, he, he's basically a high school, he's basically like 19 years old. He said he was in Atlanta and he called the Gucci store in Atlanta and said, hey, will y'all close the store if I bring me and all my boys? Which he then proceeded to say, that was stupid. He said, I blew my money, you know, and that was, that was really dumb of me to, to do things like that. Because now on the other side where he's making, you know, 20 million a picture, he sees that it's not so much the bling bling and the blaze. It's, it is, for him right now, it's the experience of, of, of living and, and, and learning to, to become a better person and, and further who we are and, and further pursue our dreams. That's really what it's about. Well, you know, so, yeah, that's, that's why, I mean, it's a, it's a no contest, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. As great and surpassing as those experiences are, the picture on the front page, I mean, front cover of the book is us on the sideline of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which we were, we were even on the wrong sideline in that picture. We were all the media and television. Everybody else, Allison, was on yeah. the other side, and we just propped up right there. Nobody ever said a word to us. We're in the background shot of of the NFL uh, networks, their show. I mean, that's their that's their game. That's their okay. show. We were in their back, and nobody said a word to us, and we did our thing right there. You know, see that kind of thing can be captured in a book. That's why. This thing is, is just so much more powerful for me. Well, and I, I want to hear from you too, Rich, but a, a couple words on what you said, Chris, that really struck me. I think that we find the most fulfillment in life as I've talked as I've talked to people who've had these major accomplishments in their life, as I've hit those milestones mm -hmm. in my life, you know, is there's there's some kind of emptiness unless you are helping others get there too. Unless you are taking what you've learned and pass it on. I mean, that's what fulfillment is. If you want to feel fulfilled in this life, do something, push your comfort zone, get there, but then turn around and tell somebody how you did it. And that is, as you were talking about the book, that's what struck me. What you're doing and what you've done in this book is you've said, look it, here's what I was able to do, but here's how I did it. And I want to inspire you 
to do the same thing. And that's what life is all about, helping each other. Rich, why is the book the most important thing to you? Well, the book is the most important thing to me because it is a chance to inspire people and make them think about and ponder things that they wouldn't normally ponder. And I think one of the most unique things about the book is that Chris and I come from vastly different backgrounds, but we were able to humble ourselves and be used to impact people's lives in the book. And the book has also impacted our lives because it's challenged us to look at the way that we look at other people and how we interact with them. Wouldn't you say, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because, you know, there are are hurdles that we had to get over. Um, And and some of them made the book and some of them didn't make the book, you know. Uh, But there, there were definitely hurdles and surprises in the course of trying to do things you know, that, that we had to, we had to get over, but it was the way really, really, we feel like our best efforts, Allison, fell just short of where we'd want to be, you know, where we were aiming to be. But what we saw and really what the Thunder Sports Network book is all about is we saw a gap between where we wanted to be and where we're, you know, and our goal, where we were, I'm sorry, where we were and then where we wanted to be. But that gap was covered time and time again by the grace of God. And we really felt like, hey, this is amazing. This isn't us. This isn't us. But look at this. Look at what's happened despite X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Um, and despite ourselves, too. You know, sometimes we are on our enemy. Yeah. Uh, we are just experience so some, some incredible things. That's so true. So I, I want to talk a little bit to um, Rich. I think one of the reasons why people uh, find this book so inspiring is because, as Chris mentioned earlier in the show, you are actually um, what people would say is disabled. And um, so talk to me a little bit about that journey. Has that been difficult for you? Have you had to overcome some obstacles and hurdles with that? Or has that even been a factor in you experiencing the success with the NFL that you've had today? Well, Allison, I'd be more than happy to talk about that because that was a definite journey and it, there was a definite evolution there because I went through a period in my life where, um, you know, I felt like there was a vast need, a vast need or a huge need to prove people wrong. Well, and, and before you go and on, let me just, I, I just want to clarify. what happened to me on that mm-hmm. road was there was, a whole bu- there was a whole bunch of emptiness there because mm-hmm. I was trying to, tr- trying to prove people wrong, but I was, missing the, I was missing the point, and the point was to be able, number one, to inspire people, but also... I needed to change the way that I. I needed to change the way that I looked at that I looked at my life, because I can have all kinds of things, but if I don't see myself in the right way, and take advantage of the abilities and gifts that I've been given, and humble myself, I'm not going anywhere. Well, and Rich, describe your disability uh, so that people understand the uh, the challenges that you face. It's, um, I would say it's hard sometimes for people to understand that because they have a different, because they have an idea, an idea in their head. But I think 
one of the things that God has allowed me to do is to expand um, people's perceptions of people of people with disabilities and to look at people who have disabilities as people first, created in the image of God, and then see how that person is able to overcome disability. It's not on their own, so it's given me a great platform. It's not on my own, so it's given me a great platform. I like that. So I, just to recap, what we know so far on this show is that you guys are awesome. I mean, Rich, Chris, you've worked at NFL, Letterman, Cosby Show. Um, I mean, there, there were so many accomplishments that you've had up to this point in your life. We know you wrote a book together, and um, that book is called, Chris? The Thunder Sports Network, and here comes the subtitle. So it's called The Thunder Sports Network, How a Con Man and a Cripple wound up on the sideline of the super. So I want to know just that. That's what I was going to ask you, but I wanted you to say it. So how did <laughs> a con man and a cripple end up on the sideline of the Super Bowl? How did you guys get together? I mean, I know you can tell everybody, go read the book, but, but I want to hear the short version. How did you two meet? How did you get together? How did you say, hey, we need to write a book about this? And how did you end up on the sideline of the NFL? Oh, yeah, look, exclusive on Spotlight. Yeah, we got to get yeah, the exclusive. Come on. We're not going to say go, go read that's the book. Right. Yeah, that's what the show's <laughs> for. Yeah, we're here to talk okay. about it. And give me the long I, and I the mean, short. It's, 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 uh, uh, what did you say? I said, give me the long and the short of it. You're found only you here go. on Spotlight. Um, yeah, well, it's, actually, uh, the long it's a great of it, story. The um, long of it starts, <laughs> I actually uh, defer, it's, and this is where David Letterman comes in, I remember seeing those David Letterman shows with Chris on them a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing yeah, how incredible. things come together, and now we are the best of friends. So I would say that it started a long time ago, thanks to David Letterman. Okay. So you yeah, saw I mean, it him. Could even, it, we could even say this started before that, thanks to the Seattle Seahawks, because before the Baltimore Ravens were in existence, you know, uh, I was a little fifth grader in North Carolina learning about football, and this quarterback uh, named Jim Zorn uh, impressed my little fifth grade self. Uh, and 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 he was close. Rich was close by. Rich was at their first practice and that type of thing. But but basically, fast forwarding so many years later, um, we were both in Seattle um, and both attending you know, a pretty dynamic church up there, um, Antioch Bible Church. And, and, and the, the pastor was a former, he's a former uh, NFLer, just a, he was a guy who, who frequented uh, the Fox Network. Um, his name is Kitch, Ken Hutchison, and he's now with the Lord. But, uh, you know, he hired me on his staff, and, and that's, I met Rich. Um, Rich, which exactly when was it that I met you? Was it, uh, what, exactly the older it, singles, Rich? the older singles group, <laughs> the Oasis. Oh yeah, group. what? That, that's the first. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, so, so yeah, I was on staff and I was helping out with singles ministry, and, and and Rich was in there. I think that was the first time I met him, and I also, you know, was told that he was a sports writer that he liked the Seahawks. So, you know, we began talking and uh, and just became general friends, and friends in ministry. Then. Um, we started doing some things like I, I did a uh, I did a talk show which is Pattern After Letterman. Now, so, so I would say that my Letterman experience it culminated with the talk show that we created called Late Haven. I was the host, 
And, you know, I had a team of writers, one of which was Rich, you know, who's a funny guy. And uh, so, and this, this show aired on the JCTV network in the 26 million homes. JCTV is a daughter oh, network yeah. of, of Trinity Broadcast Network. So, you know, at the time, uh, through the local TBN affiliate uh, in Seattle, Tacoma, um, we were able to, you know, get into the studio and do some, some unique things and have some unique guests. So we did that together. And then after that, you know, I wanted to uh, do some stuff with, with football. You know, I, I was doing um, a show. We talk about it in the book. It's called Top Three. Um, and I, this show was on that same network, but I was doing it for free. And so I was trying to be creative with topics for my little segment and crossed over with the Seahawks. And I realized, well, you know, Rich is a credential reporter with the Seahawks, so maybe we can collaborate on this thing. And so, yeah, we began collaborating, and it went really well uh, the first time we collaborated. I remember the Rich, I, I was down on the field, and Rich, I had him, you know, at my hip on cell phone, and, you know, I was able to hit him up, okay, what should I ask this guy? Or, or what should I say about it? What do you know about this guy? You know, because it was it's real kind of spur of the moment, what player might become available for you to talk to out of the game. And I remember Rich was uh, awesome in that way. And that was the year, actually, that the Seahawks first made the Super Bowl. So Rich and I decided that, hey, why don't we try, why don't we try to, to, to get credential for this thing? It's such a long shot. Yeah. Especially me, you got to understand, I was not a regular reporter for the Seahawks, whereas Rich was a regular reporter. But the thing that makes it a long shot for both of us is that we were late. Like the, the credential process <laughs> yeah. had already gone and the deadline had already passed. So uh, we, we, what we did was we prayed and we said, let's do it anyway. Let's try. And we got in there and it just some people took, took our cause and ran with it. And before you knew it, you know, we're rolling in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, for that Super Bowl, and wow. you know we were just as as legit as any other uh, media outlet that was there. So that that you know, here's a secret, Allison, to the book. The secret is we wound up on the sideline of the Super, and we can't say Super Bowl in our title because that's trademark. But that's what that means. It means yeah. Super Bowl. We we wound up there, but that was actually the beginning of Thunder Sports. It, it I know it might appear in the book that it's the, it, it was the culmination, but it was the beginning of what we wound up doing after that. So I'm, I'm going to take this in a totally different direction here because you mentioned this in your book quite a bit, and you've mentioned it on the show. Uh, obviously, you are both very religious. So what role did God play in this? And and if there's somebody that's, that's listening to you right now and they've got a goal, they've got something that they want to do, they're trying to figure things out in their life, how would that apply to them? How did how did God affect your journey, and what would be your advice that you would give to somebody else? Well, I would say that, uh, and Rich, you come in, please, uh, you know, after me. But I would say that um, we there, there's a promise. There's a promise in the Bible, and that is that you know, if we delight in Him, if we delight ourselves in the Lord, He will give you the desires of your heart. So, you know, what I would say to somebody is, okay. We, we kind of know, you know, what it is that we like and things that we want to do and dreams that we have. But, you know, what if there was someone who knew absolutely what you were made to do and, and says, hey, I'll give those to you. Just, just be, my, be my good friend, and we're going to walk this thing together. Pretty good deal, if you ask me. And so that's, that's really what, what happened. Whenever we reached an impasse 
And, and you know, we were, all of our best efforts weren't coming through. You know, what we literally do, we would literally just pray and just say, God, we can't do this without you. We cannot do this without you. If this is of you, will you open these doors? If not, we're done. A, a good example is, um, Rich, a good example was uh, when we did the Arena Football League Championship in New Orleans. That, that's in the book. There are a couple chapters about that in the book. But uh, when we did that, we wanted to interview the, uh, the commissioner of the Arena Football League, who at the time, I mean, that, at the time, they had a lot of teams, and, you know, they're a big deal. They're doing well. They had a TV contract with ESPN. And the commissioner, David Baker, had brought all this about. And so, and he also had, you know, publicly professed Christ. So we wanted to, you know, talk to him and, and hear about his faith and everything. Um, and so, uh, we, I remember we were on our way to the stadium and we called, you know, some of the PR people. We were trying to confirm it. And I remember they, Rich was on the phone with them and they said, well, we can't confirm. We don't know if it, he may or may not be available. We, we just gotta, and Rich, Rich just did that Rich Austin thing he does. You know, he just kind of made his jaw firm and he said, that's okay, sir. We're just going to see what God can do. That's my Rich Austin voice. And uh, And and he got the phone. Thank you for that great memory, Chris, because that is exactly what I said to what I said to them, because we had learned from our Super Bowl experience and also from the, the arena football, the experience that there are no accidents. Yeah. This is one of the things out of, out of this book that I want people to take, is, is that there are no accidents, because our mm-hmm. backgrounds and personalities were perfectly blended, and we couldn't do that on our own. There, are mm-hmm. no ac- there were no accidents. And I remember that conversation, just telling those PR people, we're going to trust in God, and we're going to trust in our abilities, and we're going to do the very, very best that we can but I can say this, when we tried, when we did not try to take credit for what we did, we were the most successful. Wow, you know, that's, a, that's an interesting concept. I think that the most successful and happy people I know, so happily successful people I know, uh, often do give that credit to God. And that's mm-hmm. something that I can take away from that. Here, here's a question for you, though. This is something that I've been thinking a lot about lately. And I think that there's a real struggle with this in the world of entrepreneurship, and especially those who are religious in the world of entrepreneurship. There's this word called surrender. And that's something I've had to learn how to do. How do I surrender my will to God's will? But how do you surrender without being passive? Because I love that story you just told, you know, Rich said, let's see what God can do. Well, how do you surrender mm-hmm. to God's will, but yet still have that drive, that, that, uh, those goals, and still be able to be driven to pursue your goals and the things you want, but yet wise enough to say, okay, it's time to surrender to the Lord. What's the secret well, to I that? Well, I think a, a great little uh, theme along those lines is the thought of work as though everything is up to you, pray as though everything is up to God. And, and as you're working, you know, hard and, and going towards goals that you're, you're setting forth and whatever, be, you got to be able to recognize a block when it's not working. 
you know, when, it, when it's not working. And so uh, I think that's, that's the impasse that people reach. They say, okay, well, this, this isn't going, but I really, really want this. So I'm really going to – and it is possible to bore your way through some of these blocks or what have you. But the truth is that if it is something – you know, we believe, uh, as uh, people have in Christian worldview, if, if it is something that God wants, he will open the door in his timing. And, and you know – the, the the central document of our faith, the Bible, it, it definitely supports that in many different ways. So, I, I you know, you know what, Allison, I was I was kind of thinking about my theme, you know, when it comes to what I've done professionally, and and my theme has been running towards things. That's kind of been my thing, like running, li- literally, Allison, literally. If you watch the uh, the Letterman video, and I, I'll post a link to that on our website. So people can see it if they want. But if you watch the the Letterman video, the first one, the first time he had me on the show, I was running through the hallway. I was like running down through the hallway. And then later, he sent me as part of the show. He sent me on a cruise to to Bermuda, which is wild and wacky. But hey, that's Letterman. But anyway, when I was I was I was doing it too. I was running down there, and I just remember there are a lot of moments in my career where I'm running towards something. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the book, we describe the first chapter of the book, besides the intros, is called The West West Welker Miracle. In that book, I literally had to run down this this football player, West Welker, and and I still reached an impasse that I could not, I couldn't go past. And that was, he had already left the locker room. So I I called his name, which is a form of running. I I opened the door, I'm like, West Welker! And and he, he, he slowly came back down, and it was him, and he agreed to the interview. He walked back out there. So, so it's like David and Goliath. If you read in, 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 that, in that Bible, David ran towards Goliath. Now, David's a kid. Goliath's yeah. like 10 foot plus. Huge guy with a huge sword, like a daggone spear or something. He, he got, Goliath gets run, run at by David. He ran at him. And, and so that, that's kind of my thing. My thing is, I've, I've always, when I believed that something was up, it was, uh, I was needing to do something, or something was kind of a goal of mine, I, I run towards it. I run towards it. And if there's a block, i got to know when to stop. Wow, I, I like that. And it brings something to my mind. I, I had a really wise mentor who told me one time, Allison, in life, you're always running. You're either running towards something or you're running away from something. And he said, it's always better to be running towards something. It's always better to be running towards your goals. And it was interesting because as you were describing that story of David and Goliath, I mean, I've never really thought about this before. Goliath, I mean, he was was the goal. Defeating him was the goal. And sometimes it's Mm -hmm. running towards those biggest challenges in our life and facing them head on instead of running away from them. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. running towards, (laughs) towards where where did you say Letterman say you to? Was it Bermuda? Where was it? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's running towards yeah, so. Bermuda. I mean, I want to go there. Who doesn't want to go there? But, uh, but yeah, that's a really that's a really interesting uh, perspective. Uh, Rich, I want to know. I have a question for you. What have you learned from the professional athletes that you've interviewed? Here are a successful bunch of people that are 
just killing it in their sport. I mean, you've worked a lot with the NFL. I, I don't know what the statistics are, but I'm sure it's like a tenth, less than a tenth of a percentile of people that even make it into the NFL that, that want to, that play football. So you work with these uber successful individuals. What is the one thing that you've noticed leads towards success more than anything else? Well, the one thing that I look at when I see different when I see different people and how they impacted my life um, is that the athletes who did not think about themselves first had the greatest impact on the people around them and had the had the best lasting impact. And that's why I am the person I am today because of. Um, and it, this story is in the book, in our Seattle Seahawks chapter. Um, in the first few months of the Seattle Seahawks franchise, I got to meet uh, their two most famous players at the very beginning, Steve Largent and Jim Zorn. And what I learned from them is that they put they put others before them. They put others before themselves, based on their Christian based on their Christian faith, and that had a great impact on me because here is a professional athlete who could be thinking about everything, uh, money, fame, prestige, but the world for them is about who can they impact and who can they impact on a consistent basis and how can they be a person of integrity and character. And that's how uh, I was affected I was affected by them, and I would say that those have been a lot of my different role models, Jackie Robinson, John Wooden, people like that. They exemplified integrity and integrity, persistence, and character. Integrity, persistence, and character. I love it. Hey, I'm having such a fun conversation uh, with both of you and so thankful awesome. to have, have you on the show today. Uh, Chris and Rich, when we come back, I want to hear more about what you're doing next. And uh, I want to talk to you more about some of the uh, professional athletes that you've been able to rub shoulders with and that have touched your lives. Uh, when we come back, okay. more with Chris Brown and Rich all the way from North Carolina today. I'm Allison, and uh, stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And get amplified. 
If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim, for Grow Your Influence Tree. Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm Allison H. Larson, and I've got with me today Chris Brown joining us from Seattle. And then, Rich, you're coming uh, to us all the way from North Carolina uh, today. And we've been talking. These two gentlemen wrote a book about their experience that they had broadcasting at the Super Bowl and uh, and talks all about their experience in working with the NFL um, in broadcasting with different players. Of course, Chris, you were also had several appearances on The Letterman Show and, and some other shows. And um, you now uh, have, have a book out and available. So how can people get a hold of your book? Yeah, the... Uh uh, did you say how can people get a hold of the book? Yeah, how can they get a hold of the book? Yeah. Hear about all these incredible experiences you've been telling us about on the show. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, the book, the Thunder Sports Network, um, and then it's subtitle it has a long subtitle, but if you go with the Thunder Sports Network, you'll be good. Uh, that book is available on Amazon.com, on BarnesandNoble.com, on iTunes, iBooks, um, and also Google Play, as well as other outlets and our publisher. Westbowpress.com. Actually, at Westbow Press for the actual book, you'll get the best deal. But Google, uh, you can get the the ebook, which is what sixty five percent of people are reading these days. Yeah. You can get the ebook for two dollars and fifty one cents. So Thunder's uh, it's a great deal and a quick read. Yeah. So Thunder Sports Network, uh, definitely check it out. So what's the number one thing somebody would get out of this book? That I believe. Yeah, I, go ahead, Rich. That I believe the message that the number one message that somebody could get out of this that somebody could get out of this book one of the many messages is we want you to we want you to know that your life is not an accident we want you mm-hmm. to see how things were woven together in this book and how it can't be anything it has to be it, life is not an accident that you are meant for great things and if you choose to take the challenge you will be put on a great on a great ride we took chances because we were confident in who we are and what we could do but we also knew who was propelling us Mm -hmm. wow Love that. Absolutely love that. Uh, you know, what was, what's interesting to me too, and, um, 
I know you were talking about before break, and if you're just joining us, fabulous. You, you've got to go back and listen to the whole recording of the show uh, if you get a chance because uh, one of the things that we were talking about before break was these professional athletes that you've worked with, and the ones that are the most happy and the most successful are the professional athletes that don't put themselves first. Um, they put God first. They put others first. And that's that's really interesting for me. I recently had an opportunity to spend some time with some professional athletes, including Terrell Owens, um, who, of course, was on the cover of the last uh, National Keynote Speakers Guide that I put out. It was interesting to me because we were at a celebrity baseball tournament um, here in in Arizona. And, you know, I, I think sometimes these, these professional athletes, they get kind of a bad rap. You know, you'll see a picture of them, you know, not signing someone's autograph or, you know, ignoring, you know, that cute little boy in the crowd or something like that. And you're thinking, what? I can't believe it. How can these guys do that? But, um, but, you know, it's kind of a tough life watching him and kind of shadowing him. He went and did some things for the Boys and Girls Club, and he had to walk through the stand to the area where the Boys and Girls Clubs were, and thousands of people were wanting him to sign autographs and just, you know, throwing papers and pens at him, you know, saying, hey, please sign this, and we want you. And I thought, wow, I don't even know how he gets anywhere, how he's able to prioritize his time. And, um, you know, he's working on doing some great things for different organizations and have been following him lately in the media and have seen how he's he's really strived to to make a positive impact on the world but what do you what do you think about uh, with this lifestyle with these professional athletes what is what is it that really sets uh, some apart from the rest or the ones that are able to give back and made a, make a, such a great impact what is it that they do differently uh, than maybe some that don't I would say, Chris, and you can chime in on this, athletes that develop their own personal their own personal integrity and also surround themselves with people that don't just say that don't just tell them yes and say do this and do that or um, basically let them do whatever they want to do. So they continue to push the themselves. Athletes that seek wisdom beyond themselves are the ones that uh, will be mm-hmm. and try to be successful. Interesting. So, yeah. so not the ones yeah, that say, I was, "Hey, I got here. I'm, I'm number one. I know everything. I'm the best." It's the ones that say, "Hey." I can still learn. I can still grow. I can still do better. This reminds me, by the way, there's a fabulous um, documentary. I don't know if you're Patriot, Patriots fans or not, but about Tom Brady that they did before the Super Bowl and kind of gave a sneak peek into his life. And, you know, arguably, he's one of the, the, the best professional athletes out there. And what was really interesting to me is he's, he works hard. Every single day, he stays focused every single day. He's trying to grow every single day. He's pushing himself every single day. That was so interesting to me to to be at the top of the sport and to still say, hey, there's still room for improvement. There's still things that I can do. Just just incredible. Chris, Chris, what were your comments on that? Yeah. Yeah, Brady's incredible. You got to say, I mean... You know, me being a Ravens fan, Brady is not our favorite person on earth, but I got to say, the <laughs> world of respect for him. Yeah. And I really would line up with people saying that he's the greatest quarterback of all time. You, you just cannot, with what he's continued to do into, you know, his career at age 40 now, I think, he, he, he's amazing. Brady's yeah. amazing. And you're right, he, he prepares so hard and he competes 
so hard. It is, uh, it's definitely inspiring, you know, and I, I think like athletes that are, are able to not only do super well on the field, but off the field in their communities. Now, nowadays, the life of a professional athlete is different because, you know, the teams and the leagues cultivate very much that communal presence of the athlete. They want athletes to to benefit the community, to do things for charity, to have their own foundation, to consider that. I mean, they, they literally school them up on these things. But the, the guys that, like, kind of like what Rich is saying, the guys that we've seen who just really had impact and, 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 and really despite how great they are on the field, just that they had that platform, these are the guys that already had an internal kind of meter going an internal compass, which is pointing them, you know, towards what is what is good and right and good for others, really being first. I'm reminded of a guy, um, his name is Daniel Brown, which mm-hmm. probably any football fan out there may, may not have heard of. But we covered him. Uh, we were doing a Baltimore Ravens website. We were uh, reporting on the Ravens recently, and we covered da- Daniel Brown. We got into... Uh, an individual series with his him called Underdog, the Daniel Brown Chronicles, because he's, you know, a guy who was just trying to make the team, and uh, we just wanted to kind of walk through it weekly and see what it was like. Well, Daniel Brown wound up not only making the 53-man roster of the Ravens, but the Bears signed him out from under the Ravens, and he's still with the Chicago Bears now. He mm-hmm. had a position switch. He came from a small school, James Madison, in Virginia. You know, he, he was – just every kind of underdog, but this guy had integrity. Not only integrity in the way he went about his game, but integrity in the way that he treated like us. Like the way that he treated uh, Rich and myself was, uh, he, he really treated us with honor and respect. And he didn't know us at all. You know, we approached him, we approached his agent, uh, we're, we're with a small small outfit or whatever, uh, but he the way he he worked with us and was so candid with us and willing, you know, to try new things, I really think that blessed him. That that went into people having somewhat of a buzz about him, and before you knew it, you know, he has an even greater platform. And that came from that internal compass that he already had. Well, so so how do we translate that to uh, to you and to me, to those of us who aren't professional athletes? I know you talk a little bit about this in the book, but... What, what are those steps that, that you would recommend? What are those things um, that you would tell anybody in life that's just trying to get to the next level, that's just do, trying to do the best they can, uh, that maybe even has dreams of doing something phenomenal, but that's not there yet? It's humble it's yourself. Humble yourself and seek wise counsel would be my first two things. Humble mm-hmm. yourself and yeah, seek that's wise always, counsel. That is always the way to go. And yeah, it, it's super hard kind of separating ourselves from the needs and the demands of life. I, I'm no expert at it. I'm no expert at it. We just, we try, you know, especially when you have a family, you know, that you're looking out for and, and, you know, we want the best for our kids. I said to my wife, Jackie, I said, we buy toys for our kids like we're grandparents. <laughs> we just we gotta we gotta put a cap on that somehow. But we, we just love them so much, and uh, you know we we don't we don't want them to have every single thing they look at. That's not it. It's just that when we are out and we see something, we're like, hey, he would like us. Sydney would like us. She'd like us. You know, we we get it. You know, so 
demands, that's not a demand, but demands like, you know, the needs of the family and everything, people do not want to put that in jeopardy in any way. Well, I'm mm-hmm. never going to jeopardize that. I, I don't want to ever do something that would stop this flow, this income, even though this job that a person might have, I, I really don't like it. It's not what I'm called to do. It's not, I don't feel like this is what I'm made to do. This isn't my real job, you know? And so what it, what it becomes is a trust issue because one has to believe maybe that one, like Rich is saying, you're not made by accident. You're not here just by some kind of celestial bubble bursting and boom, you're there. No, that's not what happened. We, we believe you're made on purpose. You're who you are on purpose. You have the idea that you have on purpose. You've lived the life where you've lived it on purpose. You've had the experiences that you've had on purpose. And, and that purpose can help others. That purpose can help others. So really, to me, it's a matter of finding out what that purpose is. What is deep inside of your heart? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What is something that energizes you and wakes you up when you do it? I'm going to say... You love doing it. Yeah, I'm going to say a big though, amen Allison, to that. Big you amen. You've got to balance it. You, you do. You do have to balance it. So, so here's my challenge to myself and to everybody that's listening. If you want to join me in this challenge, you're welcome to. Uh, but really listening to you over the, the past hour, I felt really inspired. And here's, here's three questions that I'm going to ask myself. I'm going to ponder on this week. Uh, how can I be more humble? Like Rich said, humble yourselves. How and where am I going to look for a wise counsel? And then just ask myself, am I living on purpose? Meaning that am I taking those experiences that I have? Am I taking the, the talents and the gifts that God has given me? Am I using those to inspire and, and uplift other people? It comes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. You feel most fulfilled when you're helping other people. I would encourage everybody listening to, please go check out this book. I mean, you can get it on, where's your book? Amazon. You can get it on uh, barnesandnoble.com. Barnes you can find it on Google. Google. iTunes. Yeah. And, and Thunder Sports Nation. Thunder Sports Nation. Thund- so Thunder Sports Network. Yeah. Thunder Sports Network. Sorry, Thunder Sports Nation. Hey, we want to have a Thunder Sports Nation. One That's day. right. I see. One day. See, on, on, on break, on break I told them, I yeah. said, when's your next book coming out? And they said, we don't have one. See, I'm full of inspiration here. You've got to create a nation. I'm telling you, Chris and Rich, you guys <laughs> got to create a nation. you got to yeah. write a new book. Thunder Sports Network. You're ready. You're going to get listed as a, a producer on this there you go. There you go. I think we need to have a show together. Let's talk about this after that. Uh, Thunder Sports Network, uh, definitely check out the book. There's some really great wisdom in there. Uh, there's some some great advice on how to excel and, and move forward in your life. Thank you so much for joining us today on Spotlight. And uh, hey, if you want to listen to a recording of this show, uh, just simply go to Voice America, look up Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. And it's been a really, really a privilege to have you both, Chris and Rich, on the show today. Thank you for uplifting and inspiring us. And until next week, when we'll have more guests that are using the experiences that they have to now inspire and uplift others. I'm Allison H. Larson. You've been listening to Spotlight. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.